I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Episode 202 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, February 3rd, 2016, and my name is Dan Gorman. What does that word even mean, right? More some? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My name is Casey Lyons, and I have this $10,000 check in my pocket because I closed, Pete. I closed things. My name is Greg Legro, and that's seven, including when we first came in, and you asked Mr. Vermin whether Barry Manilow knew that he raided his closet. <laughs> Excuse me, sir, it's seven. <laughs> <laughs> you stay out of this. <laughs> oh, we've got tons of stuff to talk about this week. Two of us got to go see whatever we want while one of us watched Fifty Shades of Black. We will talk about a Megadeth album later, and we'll roll for uh, movies next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, if you'd like to let us know anything... Uh, specifically your opinions you can email us at info at modern com. you can rate and review us on itunes please do that uh, we haven't had one in a while you can yeah. go to modern com and comment on all the discus threads there for all of our podcasts and you can tell each and every one of your friends about us in real life uh before we get to anything else we will be doing the itty bitty tidbit committee what mm-hmm. have we been watching this week what is making the movie news and more I've got some notes here. Did you guys have anything that you wanted to talk about off the top? Well, I just watched that Cabin Fever remake Cabin trailer. Cabin Fever remake trailer. The hyper-necessary Cabin <laughs> Fever remake. I just remake. don't even understand it a little bit why yeah. this is a thing. Because d- you didn't see Eli Roth's last movie. If you did, you would realize why he's just trying to fucking grab for the cash but, he can get. Yeah, I guess so. But I don't know why anyone would greenlight it or be interested in it. But like, it's, it's, it's the exact same movie. Yeah, the yeah. trailer is like, like the everything whole, is the same. It's, it's like it's the same movie. But you remember how uh, there, there were good things about Cavin Fever? Absolutely. They said, let's get rid of those. Yeah. <laughs> let's get less interesting actors. Yeah, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, get, let's get kids with less charisma. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, maybe there's going to be a, a fuck ton more boobs or something. Man. Although, I think there were some boobs there's in some boobs. Uh, in Cal- I don't know sure. what this could have. I have no idea why or who wants it. The like kids. The kids want it? The kids it? want it. Is pancakes going to happen again? We must. We it saw the seems guy like the, it. The kids, yeah, the kids in the trailer. The bunny thing. Yeah. I just did. Uh, this is the, of all the remake things I've ever heard of, this is the, makes the least amount of sense. Yeah. yeah. It's, how and, old is, and how what, old is 2002. 14 years? Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yeah, come on, Eli. Yeah, Stupid. he's just producing it, right? Well, like, what has he yeah. done? Like, since Cabin Fever, which is like, hey, this guy might have promise, because I had too a lot of fun when yeah. I went to see it in theater. Mark two Riley, hostile uh, movies. The suggester of it, yeah. went with him, and I was like, yeah, you know what? That's a good time. And then yeah. Hostile, I was like, 
Yeah, gross. No thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody told me to see Hostel 2 because they, they hated don't like you. you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I watched it. Well, somebody said it was like it was more interesting because it was like uh, uh, they they showed the other side of it, yeah. uh, the um, or, or something. Maybe more interesting, as in, yeah, I guess, is it like Cube Zero? They show the other side. <laughs> is that what happens with Cube Zero? Yeah. I've seen Cube Zero. Yeah, thanks for ruining Cube Zero. <laughs> no, that's the whole plot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not, just like it's Cube, but yeah, no calories. Right. Good night, folks. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it, yeah. Hostel Two. Maybe it's better. Neither of them are good. Yeah, but yeah, you kind of. Yeah, no, fuck those movies. <laughs> oh yeah, the the first one is just a, a joyless slog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I urge you guys. Is to that see... over now? Is the the gornography thing? Is that done? I feel, uh, like, it's done. I feel like it. <laughs> that sounds like Gorman pornography. Yeah. Gornography. I think that's just begun. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's the thing is that horror movies seem to be in a weird place right now. Yeah, where they don't really seem to be being made. Well, or well, well. <laughs> like, or, or like, even on a, um, like they they don't seem to be making theatrical horror movies that much. Well, they except for like these, them, but the bad. boy and and like Ouija, yeah. yeah, Ouija made a shitload of money. But those aren't really horror. Yeah, or movies. all the Paranormal Activity yeah. movies, they made so much money. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the that's new a fad, bummer. right? So that took the place of pornography. Mm-hmm. Is that oh, so let's take out all of the gore and yeah. uh, everything else? <laughs> Just keep the nography. Uh, <laughs> They're making they're <laughs> making nography movies yeah. now. Yeah. Um, Speaking of horror movies, though, as you guys mentioned, there's not a lot of horror movies being made. Mm-hmm. I wanted to mention that I wrote this down as notes. There is a sequel to Mama coming. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But it's what? So, so you think sequel to Mama? Oh, gross. Yeah, that movie was not very ways. good. And then it's you look at Mama Two, not the Mama. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, it's just dinosaurs. Um. But then the news comes out that it's being directed by the team that made Starry Eyes. Right. Which Greg and I watched on the show and is a phenomenal movie. So good. So good. Yeah. And Casey, I don't know you why. need to watch Starry Eyes. Yeah, you really got to see Starry Eyes. Okay. Um, I don't know. Yeah, those guys don't seem like they would just do some like low-rent shit like this. Yeah. Neither did Guillermo the... del Toro until he made Mama. But well, he only he produced. Make it. Yeah. Yeah. He was just like, I'll take the checks. Yeah. Do I have to show up on set? <laughs> no? Great. <laughs> Enjoy your wigs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like for them to get involved, and I think they they have something to do with the script too, so maybe something? I can't imagine what though. Yeah. Because, I mean, the mama story is fairly uh, yeah, it's wrapped not, up, isn't it? And also, it's not interesting. No, I mean, no. it's not like, a, well, that's a cool idea. Yeah, Let's yeah, explore yeah. that further. It's the same thing as every other fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's scary about this ghost? <laughs> her hair. <laughs> <laughs> really good. Sometimes her hair is on the floor. <laughs> it doesn't belong there. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't know they were making that, and I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys know that they were making Nine Lives? Did you watch that trailer? I saw that trailer. <laughs> That's fucking the amazing. Kevin Spacey turns into a cat movie. Kevin Spacey's what? a cat, yeah, and this Christopher trailer? Walken oh has God. to deal with it. I'm sorry. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> this um, is a real movie. It's a real movie. It, it, is it a comedy? Is it like it's like from a very, talking cat? It's like does the cat talk with it, Kevin Spacey's voice? Yes. yes. I'm more interested. <laughs> it, does it? I can't remember if it's if this. Does no, it, it doesn't. Spacey's I don't think it does. Oh man! Yeah, you remember like those uh, old cartoons where it was just a painting? And yeah, the, but yeah. the lips, the lips <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah. Blah, just blah, gets blah. Uh, Kevin Spacey's mouth on a kitty, and then you got or just uh, his whole face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just put his whole face, his whole face in just the mouth. So it's got a cat face, but then Kevin Spacey's, Spacey's mm-hmm. face in the mouth. 
the the trailer yeah, like starts it. like you you see it's like a Bond villain or like a, an Inspector Gadget thing where you see the back of a chair and you hear Kevin Spacey talking or no uh-huh. you hear a, a guy talking like, about Kevin Spacey and he's a, like Kevin Spacey the actor or like it's, it's like his character. <laughs> what if Kevin Spacey <laughs> so was a, a kid? There's a photo of Kevin Spacey on the wall. It looks almost like House of Cards esque, and uh-huh. he's kind of like looking all serious and businessy. And it's like this man was the biggest business guy ever, or some shit. And it's just like all this serious stuff. And then the the the, the chair turns around, and it's a cat. Uh-huh. And then it's like from the guy that brought you the Men in Black movies, and you're like Barry Levinson. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, well, it was it was very Sonnenfeld. I would oh, like yeah, to yeah. see Barry Levinson's uh, <laughs> Men in Black. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, but I feel like he's just like uh, don't use my name anymore. Yeah. You can call me the guy from Men in Black. <laughs> just don't use my name. Yeah, yeah. And then it just it's a movie about is it like a caper? Is it it's a, a kids ca- movie? He, it's a guy. He's like I'm trapped in. A- <laughs> no, it's an adult movie. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> it's like a videography like, like movie. A, what's, that, what's that Harvey Keitel movie about a monkey? Is it like that low, like level kid kind of shit? It looks the like piano? a family movie. <laughs> I don't think there are any monkeys in the piano. It uh, looks like a family movie, yeah. and it looks like a movie about a guy who's like a businessman. I'm not supposed to be stuck in a cat's body, mm-hmm. and then uh, that's this. <laughs> that's he's just running around. I'm not one of those. Types. What's Kevin? What's, what's Christopher Walken doing? I think he turned him into a cat. Turned him in. Oh, he, he's like. Yeah, I think he's mystical. Yeah, he's like oh. a mystical walking. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm. I think I'm interested. Yeah, you <laughs> uh, watch the trailer. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right you have to. See You'll see that movie where Harvey Keitel is a gypsy I've and there's never a monkey. Heard of it. And yeah, I know a Birch when she was a kid. Yeah. Oh, oh, monkey business. <laughs> I got that, that DVD in a box of cereal. Because I know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? It's called monkey. Business. I thought you were just being an asshole. No, or no, monkey trouble. Monkey tru- tru- no, no, around. Monkey trouble. Monkey trouble. Monkey trouble. Not business. Yeah, yeah. Nobody in the chat. Yeah, I got it in a monkey concern. There's a weird time period where uh, well, every movie hey, had I a was monkey. buying cereal <laughs> as an adult, and uh, yeah, but there was DVDs in the box all the time. I got uh, Monkey Trouble, and I got uh, Spy Kids. Yes, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a, a thing. They just showed up. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were just like in underneath the cereal. No, I remember <laughs> that because it would be like. You'd always look for the movie you didn't have already. Yeah, You'd for be sure. Like, oh, this one's got uh, Weekend at Bernie's. I don't really want to eat honeycomb, but I'd like this movie. So. Yeah, <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's. You can get Weekend and Bernie's. It was in one of the cereal boxes. Mm, Definitely. Yep. Um, kids love it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys, speaking of kids, see that Netflix is making a Stretch Armstrong series? Yeah. Uh, I, but I've known about that for a while. Like, what, I feel like, like, like a an animated series. Been the thing. Yeah. Well, there. Were, Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Everything inside of me exploded at once. Um, yeah, it was supposed to be a movie for the longest time, and now I guess they're making it into a, a show. Why, though? Yeah, I don't know. Who cares about Stretch Armstrong? Who knows what Stretch Armstrong is other than people who are a little bit older than us? Yeah, like if you're going to make a Stretch Armstrong movie, make a Stretchy Wrestlers movie because yeah. that's our version of Stretch Armstrong. Uh-huh. And even that is outdated and uh-huh. outmoded. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And why? It's a. I think it is you know it, what the toy. I think is, it's right? going to be just a yeah, stretchy just a guy toy. Who stretches yeah. arms. I can't imagine just, what the story would be or just why. It's going to be like Fantastic Four, but with the only stretchy man. Yeah, but it's supposed to be because <laughs> yeah, he's ridiculous. the part that's worked the best in those movies. Yeah. Do any any reports on who's going to play Stretch Armstrong? Uh, I didn't see it. His no. arms are strong. Whose career is going down fast yeah. enough? Yeah, that they'll be like, if, yeah, Dead, I'll do if that. Deadpool doesn't work out, yeah, <laughs> Ryan yes. Reynolds would be like, I'm Stretch Armstrong, <laughs> <laughs> wackadoo arms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Those, that mm. was all that I got for news from on my uh, 
yeah, my notes. It wasn't you the guys busiest see of news times, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's a, that's all I got, too. Yeah. Okay. Um. So what have we been watching this this week? Were you guys? I watched things. You watched some, some movies, yeah. some TV shows? Yeah. What's going yeah. on? Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know who go, you fuck, go. I don't know. I watched the uh, X Files. Oh, X Files is oh, back. How many episodes I hear, are out? That's now? terrible. The uh, second one is uh, tonight. Okay, is this Monday? Yeah, tonight. Tonight? Yes. I don't the know. The second <laughs> or the third? Because didn't they put two out at once? Did they? I only yeah. saw one. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's. I heard that people were disappointed with the first, but liked where it went. Well, I guess. Uh, while Later? I was watching it, I think um, I was. A little bit better prepared because it had been out. I saw it about three days after it aired, and I knew that people were a little wishy-washy on the quality of, or like how good it was. I'm like, I remember the movies always being really disappointing. Uh, the first one was not too bad, but ultimately disappointing. And then the last one was just like, why did we do this? So X Files always comes in like, it's the fucking X Files. Yeah. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we, uh, we're not sure. We didn't think this through. <laughs> yeah. So my my expectations were too too high, and I just kind of thought about it like, well. It's just, it's a, a, you know, possibly an ongoing series from this point. We're going to do six episodes. And yeah. just drops in, like, as if it's just a new start of a new season. Yeah. It, didn't, yeah. it wasn't too big. They didn't do too much. You which, is what, which is exactly what they should do. Absolutely. So I watched it. I really enjoyed it because I'm like, hey, that was an episode of The X-Files. Yeah. I missed those. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it was that. Because that was the problem with the movies is they just felt like really long episodes. Yeah. They didn't have enough closure or deal with enough for them to be super exciting or interesting or mm-hmm. really part of canon. It's just like this long ass episode, and it's like, why did you make us fucking get so excited for this <laughs> when this could have been just like a fucking season finale? Yeah. So yeah, it was a uh, not a lot happened, and what did was like, oh, alright, that's a little crazy, but whatever. Yeah. Mulder and Scully, I'm good, you know. <laughs> and also, then you can see uh, as time has gone on that Julian uh, Anderson is a much, 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 much better actor than David. I heard about that. <laughs> that he's he basically fine. he's doing his thing. <laughs> she's also much less horny. He's a, yeah, 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 that fucking show. Um. Uh, well, she's been you know had some really good stuff over the last little bit. The fall and stuff. She's the really, fall's so good. The yeah. shops are very very good. Whereas like Californication, I think started out okay as a show and then just turned into utter dog shit. Yeah. And his performance kind of you know <laughs> plateaued there. I, the I shit, heard but that he's got, a, he's got a thing, but it's yeah only so. Good. I read somewhere somebody somebody compared his performance in the first X Files, the first one back as like it seems like he's just playing Californication guy this time, mm-hmm. like in this again. Yeah. Yeah. But then that apparent. I guess there. There's another episode and he get, he gets better. Great, yeah, whatever. He was good enough. He was yeah. fucking Mulder. And I was like, is it right is on. the first episode about aliens? Because I think yeah. I got a. Re- I think I also heard like, why they go back to aliens for the first? Because they never finished <laughs> the aliens thing. Yeah, the black goo and all the stuff. It never got done. That was the problem with all the movies. Like, are we going to see the? No. Yeah. Uh, his his sister. No, not his sister either. We the movie's over. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Chris. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So good. How was Joel McHale? Uh, Joel was, McHale's in it? Yeah, absolutely. And he's terrific in it. It was Kumail in it? Huh? No. No. I, heard, I think I Joel heard... McHale was only in the first episode. I don't know. Oh, if really? I don't think it's a character that just keeps going. I'm not sure. Hmm. Or oh, did it be weird if like I didn't it. see him again oh, okay. after that episode. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. So you think mm-hmm. you'll see him again? I would like to. <laughs> Do you think <laughs> he'll a nice call? time? You know, I don't sure. know. I'm just putting it out there. I asked the chat if anyone had seen the X-Files, but I think because there's a lag, maybe they didn't answer yet so we'll just move on and maybe they haven't yeah it's not changing anything or like you know yeah. re- redefining television but it's like hey is a quality fucking show that i missed yeah yeah cool yep. all right casey what have you been watching uh well it may surprise you guys to know that i have been watching mad men oh you know, what <laughs> guys i can't fucking stop watching it and you know what i'm in the middle of season six there's only nice. one more season yeah you're 
getting right through them. Yeah. Yeah, but then there's then I'm not going to be able to watch any more X Men. No. Yeah. No. X Men. X Files. <laughs> you've been wa- you've been thinking about X- a different X Files. X Files Men. <laughs> Mad Files. <laughs> Um. Yeah. No. No. I want to see that crossover. I want to see X Files like, and Mad Men. X Men that are like tasked to do advertising. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, I, I don't know my what my life will become once it's over. Yeah. I. Uh, well, I feel like there's some other shows out there that you haven't seen over the years. You can dive <laughs> there's into. There's probably one or two. Probably a few. Yeah. 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 But uh, but yeah. See Sanford and be... Son. You seen that? Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen all of it. There you go. Um. Well, I, I did uh, see the trailer for, uh, in the movie theater, I saw the, the trailer for Keanu again. Yeah. And I was like, I, you know what I got to do is I got to go back and watch all of Key and Peele. Yeah, fair um, enough. Because I haven't seen that much Key and no, Peele. No, I've seen Just like whatever a sketch here or there. Pop yeah. up in my Facebook feed, essentially, is what yeah. I've seen. So I'm going to go back and do that in yep. uh, in preparation for that movie because, yep. man, that trailer doesn't get worse the no, more man, you see it. it looks so good. So it's, good. It's oh, so I cannot funny. wait to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terrific. Totally. Um, um, so I was thinking about it because you you finally just just now got into Mad Men, um, and you know we've had uh, like a decade now of really appreciating John Hamm as an actor, but you've just seen like kind of generally the other side where it's like oh it's weird that he's so funny because yeah. we're used to well that that's the funny thing is that is that that's that's really been my experience of John Hamm is is him on podcasts and, yeah and like just showing up drunk places yeah um, <laughs> so uh, but. I, I don't know. Don Draper is such a solid, specific character yeah. that it, that you don't. There's no time getting into it. Going like, oh, it's hard to see him as this. No, he's immediately Don Draper, oh, yeah. and it's immediately a thing. Yeah. Um. Like, like I, I had no problem, and now it's just, just fucking tunnel vision. Don Draper. Yeah. And the way his character is revealed throughout the seasons, oh, yeah. is. Oh man, fucking heartbreaking yeah. and amazing. Yeah, and and like really a testament to to John Hamm as an actor. Oh, he's really spectacular. It's, yeah. it's really a, quite a body of work because he put together with this show. So many levels for him to play. Yeah, there's so many things he has to be doing, and so many things that could be played wrong and like super cheesy and terrible. Like particularly in the first couple of seasons when they really focused in on how he was nailing the ad work and how fucking good he was off the top. You know, yeah, like the uh, the carousel uh, episode. Oh man. Like if that's but, handled a little bit, a little bit off, it is the it's worst. It's like, <laughs> but it's a complete home run because he's yeah, damn, he's so dialed in. It's really fucking good. brilliant. So it's really cool. I think that you get to now like I have a, a wide experience of John Hamm's work, but like mostly the the comedy stuff or some yeah. podcast things here and there to finally see the you know the the thing that broke him loose. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, it's is he huge. Good. Yeah, it's, it's enormous. Fucking huge. It's not just him; it's everybody. Oh no, it's a superb cast. There's uh, no weak link anywhere. And there's people who show up. Like I didn't know Danny Strong was on it, but because I didn't know that he was acting still, I thought he was just mainly doing, you know, like writing and directing. Yeah, because um, his career is going pretty well with that. Yeah, but he's fucking amazing on the show. Like mm. he has a little thing to do here or there, but he's so good. Yeah, man. yeah, just every little component. And fucking John Slattery, Jesus. Oh yeah. Um, (laughs) but, uh, oh, there's a, there's a scene I wanted to talk about really quickly when, um, when Roger, uh, does LSD with his wife as he and his wife are are breaking up cigarette, man, it's the cigarette. That's, that's the thing because, uh, (laughs) if anybody, uh, watching or listening, uh, has ever done LSD, I personally haven't done it a lot of times, (laughs) um, Uh, in high school, not yeah, anymore. Yeah. No, um, I haven't done it uh, in many years, and <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> or, but when I did, yeah, uh, smoking. 
but there, there's a moment where he he doesn't he's like oh I don't think it's affecting me kind of thing and then he opens up a bottle of vodka and music comes out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um and then he goes and and he lights a cigarette and he takes a drag and it goes <laughs> and it's like the sound and the, the cigarette is immediately smoked down to yeah. the filter yeah and, and it's all the ash still this time yeah right? yeah. yeah and and I. Uh, I I felt like I was on fucking eight tabs of acid again. <laughs> totally, that was it, a yeah, just nailed it. Uh, yeah, fucking nailed it. Yeah, uh, but anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. what a fucking show. Yeah, <laughs> this just in, Mad Men is great. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Gorman, what are you watching? Uh, well, this just in, I revisited. Well, I didn't revisit something. I checked something out that I had never seen. That I was like, I feel like this is a weird blind spot that I need to fix. And I watched Cameron Crowe's Singles. Oh, oh yeah. Because <laughs> huh. I had never seen it before. You've had quite a 90s thing going on. I've been in your on life the 90s, lately, so. and I thought this is perfect. I, I got the soundtrack, too. The soundtrack yeah. was bigger than the okay. movie. I, well, the soundtrack was the only the only part of it yeah. that, that mattered. Because mm-hmm. I, I had been on a 90s kick, and I had also bought a box of VHS, and it happened to be one of the tapes inside. So I was like, right. I took it over to Emma's, and, and she had never seen it, I don't think. So we thought, let's check it out. Um,. And I really liked it. And I oh, kind yeah? of expected to be laughing at how dated it was because I'd heard, I'd seen some sort of reviews on the internet of people saying like, oh, what a weird, what a time capsule to like laugh at. And this is like actually a really bad movie. And so I kind of went in I thinking. I didn't like it when it came out. Okay. No, nor did I. I yeah. yeah. I feel like it was a really bad movie. I yeah. went in expecting a really bad movie. And I actually, outside of a few things, thought it was a really nice, good movie. Uh-huh. And I thought it was funny. And yeah. I thought it was probably one of the last times Cameron Crowe has been sort of interesting even though I, I love almost famous it's not really doing anything interesting with the form and yeah. i feel like singles actually is it's like a it's all vignettes and they they do all that thing with all the titles on the screen that have all these different segments and they all the little titles are cutesy t- almost like mural and the dying girl like all the little titles sort of yeah. in, like and all the characters they all have their own little segments and i thought it really worked it by the end of the movie it just becomes let's get all these people that are having love trouble back together for a finale where they all get back together and it doesn't feel earned. But the mo- I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. Some of it is dated like everybody's giving each other their garage door openers, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, And I yeah. thought like that's such a thing that you just can't do now yeah. because, because it's so rooted in the time. It'd be yeah. like everybody giving like each other pagers or something. Well, yeah, and, and, and not only that, but the idea of doing that in a movie is uh, fucking dumb. Yeah. But like back then in, in you know, in the, the early nineties it was like yeah, exactly. It was yeah. like everybody was like super bohemian yeah. and shit and it's like it was he like, gave her the garage door opener on the first date and she's like, Whoa, what? Like yeah. <laughs> and I, I, that stuff's really lame. It's it's but, so lame. But actually you say that and I'm like I, I remember yeah. to when that was actually cute and kitschy and like, yeah. oh, you know, we didn't we were just having fun. <laughs> we didn't I, even know how to play our guitars that yeah. good. <laughs> I just like I I I found that the disjointed kind of like everything's just a scene and it's not really about anything helped it. And I feel mm-hmm. like that was the interesting thing about it. And there's stuff of him doing really like weird, interesting comedy in it. Like it reminds me a little bit of because this is a movie he made after Say Anything. And so there is that kind of like he's still trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Whereas you when you get to Almost Famous, it's a funny movie, but it is sort of 
drama. Yeah. The yeah. drama is the focus and there's humor. And I found that this movie was like, the drama is kind of an afterthought. It's a funny movie. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's not the best movie ever, but I, I, I was surprised. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. I kind of want to see it again just because I want to see how the movie fits in or how the music fits into the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because really, the, the, the uh, what do you call it there? Soundtrack is yeah. the only thing I'm interested in. Yeah. yeah. So I did that. <laughs> yeah, that was enough. one of my things. That's yeah. pretty good. Well, that's what great. else, you guys? Uh, well, if you recognized my quote off the top, I obviously rewatched uh, The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, still terrific. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll watch that movie every couple of years, probably in my whole life. And just love it every time. And, and it's got problems. There are things that, like, well, this is, no, this wouldn't happen. <laughs> I, I just had the strongest urge to slap you in the face. Yeah, yeah. But, but I can't. But it, because, shouldn't, it shouldn't not do any of these things. Like, yeah, it all has yeah. to kind of go that well, way. Well, like, what, what would you call, what would you say is a problem? Uh, just the the teaming the, the putting together of Emilio Estevez and Ali Sheedy yeah is like it's what? it's it's so dumb and also and then uh, they have to like dress her up and like yeah, change yeah. who you and are and then it always bums yeah, me out right. that they have to change her so much yeah. yeah no one else has to really change but she has to stop dressing that way yeah and dress up like a fucking sidekick to Molly Ringwald yeah. totally that always bugs me yeah it should have just like fucking stayed the same Dude, I that's mean how get her it was some head and shoulders then. or something but, yeah you know. yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clean yourself up a little. Yeah, but just draw in the your, snow. Take a bath. Still be yourself. <laughs> um, uh, but that's how it was back in the eighties. You used to, you used to go in a glass room and scream and <laughs> yeah, the whole that's thing what makes you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, what <laughs> yeah, a he's terrific, got a real solid grasp. It, and it's just uh, I, the movie's so funny and it's so engaging and so entertaining. And uh, you know Gleason's so fucking great, Mister Vernie's so yeah. perfect. Like what a fuck, what a performance. Um, and when they, exp- he's you such know, a cock. Yeah. And when they bare their souls to each other, like it's honestly touching every single time I watch it. It's just beautiful. What a yeah. great bit of writing and performance from all of them. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, Breakfast Club still terrific, real good time. Nice. Um, but as far as new stuff that I saw, I saw Dope. Oh, oh, dope. What'd yeah. you think? I really like that movie. So good, right? Man, I like that movie. And I'm glad that I saw The Breakfast Club in the same week that I watched okay. Dope. Um, That's it, actually, yeah, an, in- an interesting pairing. Yeah, there's been a couple of things lately. We talked a little bit about this with me, Earl, and the Dying Girl, and having yeah. a little bit of a reality to youth uh, life. Yeah. Um, or something that felt earnest about mm-hmm. it anyway, and that's uh, there. There's things that happen in John Hughes movies that are just too big and too out, totally insane. You know, yeah. like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's not going to happen to anyone. <laughs> uh, but there was something about the sentimentality or the the mindset of those films that yeah. really was keyed into the youth, and that's why people from Still generations them, past yeah. that so they didn't go for you know their teenage movies because mm-hmm. they were garbage. They'd go back to John Hughes, and the life really extended for those movies, and there hasn't really been anything to take that place yet but i think maybe we're getting there a little bit maybe it's the right performers maybe it's the right filmmakers finally having an honest voice you know not trying to i don't know what was going on in the end of the 90s just the worst movies fucking teenagers and yeah (laughs) just garbage but uh so dope um although it gets a little a little too scattershot um with a couple of things near like the third act i felt like it was a little bit like trying to cover too many bases but I just didn't care at all. Uh, just the, there were narrative problems it's I never, had with the movie. It's never not watchable. No, it's always watchable because that cast is fucking fantastic. Those fucking kids. Holy and I that shit. That one kid. <clears throat> uh, uh, I I don't remember what his name was yeah, or yeah. anything. Uh, but he really had to fight his way back because he was in LOL. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Miley Cyrus which which kid? The uh, the lead guy? No, the no the 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 other guy of the three of them. Uh, the little nerd guy. 
Yeah, the, what, the guy from uh, um, Grand Budapest? <laughs> Wait, that's that kid? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. That's that kid? That's that kid. <laughs> I'm going to say it one more time. That's, that's that, that kid? kid. <laughs> uh, well, I will be goddamned. Yeah. Uh, because he's fucking great. Yo, he's so good. But so not in LOL. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just bringing the cat. Well, I'm wondering if that's, the same, if that's the same kid, because he was just in another thing I saw. I'll bring it up on IMDb. All right. Yeah, uh, Tony, uh... Tony! Tony! Tony Revolori! Revolori! Hey! Um, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, that's him. Um, okay. Um, and then, uh, Shamik Moore, who's the lead in this movie. Fuck me. Yeah. I, I'm so curious to see where this guy goes. Like, yeah. That, that is someone who is wildly talented across the board. Yeah. There's a million things going on that he does in this movie that when you, you just kind of step away and just think about what the performer has to do to sell that or be that or execute that, this guy is wildly talented. And okay. how uh, how sort of nuanced his, his performance has to be. Absolutely. And uh, to carry the whole movie. It really, where we feel like this is a little bit more of a comedy or a little bit more of a drama now, completely re- relies on how he reacts to the situation to make you feel comfortable with riding through okay. getting into some serious fucking shit where people are getting shot yeah but then you can still be on this side of it and laugh at these jokes because things things are just silly here. yeah, yeah it balances itself wow, really man, nicely. Is a, a fine line to walk yeah. and then even and just even the closing credits man that guy's a terrific dancer <laughs> <laughs> really good i've I been just, meaning uh, to watch dope man i loved it i just loved it the soundtrack was so good all i want to do now is listen to 90s hip-hop yeah yeah uh, um, and then what do we got here? Uh, yeah, Aesop Rocky, amazing. Yeah, he's great, right? Fuck, man, he was so good. And then what, what is that kid's name? The guy who was in Short Term Twelve. And oh, uh, 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 yeah, fucking uh, Stan, uh, Stan Stanfield or something. Yeah, something Stanfield. He's. I mean, he's not a big Keith role. Stanfield, in this. I yeah, think. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, fucking, he's great too. He's amazing. Like that. That fucking guy needs to be huge. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. This whole cast, there's just... Physically. Uh, what a, yeah, just bigger, but Let's, bigger. let's make him a larger <laughs> human being. Um, yeah. Uh, definitely one of my favorite movies of the year. No question. Nice. So much fun. Yeah. Laugh my ass off. It has something to say. Uh, and it just feels sincere. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the music written for their band was written by Pharrell, and I guess performed by Pharrell, and it's fucking awesome. Nice. <laughs> I, found, I, I find it a little cute. It is but, pretty cute, but w- in context of the movie, yeah, like I wouldn't, I don't think I'd go listen to that. But watching it in the, in the film, movie, I'm like, amazing. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's believable that that's the kind of band that they would be. Totally. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, really, really good. I, cool. I couldn't recommend it enough. Yeah, I need to watch that. Yeah, yeah. You could have a pretty good back to back with that and me, Earl and the Dying Girl. I think. Yeah. You know, I rewatched that. Watched Earl so first, good. so you have the little pick me up. Yeah, to go the <laughs> that's what you need there. But speaking of '90s, yeah. I want to jump in here. I watched a movie that I had never seen from 1997 called The Edge. Yes, David oh, Mamet. David oh, Mamet. Mamet. Oh, fuck, man, I yeah. love that movie. David Mamet versus yeah. the Bear. Fuck so yeah. I had oh, never seen movie. that, and my friend Alex was watching it and talking about how great it was. And yeah. I mentioned I'd never seen it, and he said, "What's wrong with you?" Yeah. <laughs> so I watched it. Oh, cool. Really good movie. Really yeah, awesome. And I and and there was some parallels having just seen The Revenant for me. Totally. Because it is a movie about men yeah. in the woods also fighting bear, bears. Bear. And a man. Harold gets fucked up. But I just felt like. When I was watching the first scene with the bear attack in this movie, I just felt like, oh, I really care about these people. And I don't want them to die. And yeah. it was something I never felt in The Revenant because right. I was always aware that this movie is kind of being like 
he's going to get out of this because the movie's about him. Yeah. But I mean, in this we're movie. In the first hour here. Yeah. There's no way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in, in The Edge, it was just, it's it's great. It's yeah. great. Yeah. And yeah. and I don't know. I didn't um, I didn't know what to expect. And I, I kind of was surprised, I guess, at what it was. I don't know why. I didn't expect it to be like a big action movie. But I, yeah. but I and knowing it was a mammoth movie, I knew it was going to be like talky or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I, well, I it's was. A, it's a battle of wits. And yeah. It's a survival film. And it yeah. just, it, what the. The slowly revealed subtext of what's yeah. going on and the re- and the very fragile relationship between mm-hmm. these two men is so fucking fantastic. Yeah. It's a really uh, it's a movie that de- definitely benefits from a rewatch. Definitely on my second viewing, I was like, yeah. "This is fucking dynamite!" Totally, and you catch all these little things that are going on in the yeah. dialogue, little uh, visual clues that are placed throughout the movie. It's yeah. a really, really terrific. It's really film. good. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the director's name, but I read some reviews where people were saying, like, oh, poor, the direction wasn't very good. And I kind of thought, like, you're crazy. Yeah, no, the direction's <laughs> it's great, great. And the score is awesome. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, The Edge was nice uh, to, to check out for the first time. And I'll definitely circle back on it eventually. Yeah, yeah. I th- I've yeah. seen it three or four times now. Yeah. I've seen that it popped up on Netflix. I'm like, yep, I'm due. <laughs> uh, Matt um, Brown says, Casey looks so presentable. Uh, and, I agree. And Wallovic says he's I changed, more... I changed my shirt. I literally <laughs> was like, oh, I have to look good for this dream. And uh, <laughs> Dan Wallovic says, I'm more of a surviving the game guy. What about oh, y'all? Gary yeah. Busey kills it in that movie. That's right. Uh, one of the best scenes of his entire career when he's around the dinner table telling that crazy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, crazy, yeah. crazy sure. story. I like that movie. It's surviving the game, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a goodish movie. It's, well, better it's better than really, solidly it's a big, good-ish stupid movie. movie yeah. that's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah for yeah. sure. Definitely. Nice tea, man. I, uh, <laughs> what else, Casey? It's delicious. I, I managed to, to get a, a movie in there, and it was one of those movies where you're always embarrassed. When the movie comes up, you don't actually talk about it because yeah. you don't want people to know you haven't seen it. Uh-huh. Uh, so I finally saw the movie Zodiac. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I've seen that a lot of times. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's like it's a really good movie. It's really good. It's a really oh, good it's movie. It's another one that really uh, uh, is great on rewatch. That second watch and benefits yeah. from watching the extended cut. Yes, because there's like a three even longer extended cut. Where yeah, I'm like, yeah. keep going. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? You know, if Dan Gorman wants it longer, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll take oh, yeah. another 88 minutes, please. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because yeah, because it was what two hours and 37 minutes yeah. or something. Uh, yeah, it's really good. It's um. It does a good job of being a movie that just tells a story and doesn't get yeah. bogged down in um, in character development. It lets the characters develop along with the story, totally, which is a lot of fun and really yeah. cool. And there's a lot of really cool shots. Great, uh, there's great a, fucking performances across the board. Yeah, and yet at the same time, the performances aren't like outstanding. Like, no, they're, but they're, well, they're all, they're by, all, by it, which I mean they're not um, noticeable outside of the context of the movie. No, no, like within the movie, like everybody has their shit to do. Uh, and everybody does that shit like super fucking well. Yeah. Um, but nobody stands out or anything because it's all in service of the story. Yeah. Yeah. But they're all they're all very entertaining performances. Yeah. Because a lot of it is like we're going to talk for a long time in this newsroom. Yeah. Right. We're going to talk for a long time in this guy's house. And so they really have a. It's just a little bit heightened. I feel like they're, yeah. they're to give a little bit of like characteriness. You know, yeah. Particularly Robert Downey Jr., who's just fucking terrific. In Robert. It, I think. See, Robert Downey Jr. I think he's great, and I like the thing that he does. But he does the thing that he does. Yeah. 
Uh, and he does the thing that he does in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, but okay. I like it best in this movie. Yeah. I, this yeah. is where it works it, best. It fits yeah. really nicely into yeah. this movie because and of what everybody else is doing. But it's just kind of like, I was just like watching it and going like, uh, so I don't know. So like uh, Iron Man is a reporter. But was yeah. this not pre-Iron Man? Yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah, so, it was. Yeah. But I've, I saw yeah, Iron Man first. Yeah. I've seen a lot of things before yeah. that he did before Iron Man. But now every time I watch him, he's just like wisecracking, fast talking, uh, yeah. little winks here, little wink there. Mm-hmm. I'm Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think for me it benefited by seeing it at the like at the time. Yeah, yeah. so I that did that. I didn't run into and Gyllenhaal, man. I think that's the first movie where I was like, man, this guy can really hold a movie mm-hmm. down. Yeah, like and just be the, your your through line. Yeah. you know, just carry a movie on his back without doing anything too crazy. You know, yeah. I thought I thought probably if there was a standout performance for me, it was John Carroll Lynch. Mm-hmm. He was fucking yeah. as he was just as creepy as he needed to be, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he really rode the line between like I don't know if he's the guy, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he was great. Charles Fleischer was another one of those yeah. where where it's just kind of like hey, he's creepy. Oh enough. man, that scene's awesome. Yeah, it's uh-huh. fucking tense as shit yeah. the whole time. Myos was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, a base the scene in, in the house, yeah. That yep. uh, I had, I had to go to the washroom so bad in the movie theater when that scene was on. And I was like, "This is literally the most important scene." I can't. I saw it in the theater, and um, I went with uh, Athena and, uh, and our friend Zach. And uh, we uh, Athena was still bartending then, and we we're like, "Oh, we'll catch a movie before work, right?" And then uh, we didn't realize how long it was, and the movie's like wrapping up, like not wrapping up. And she's like, "I have to fucking go to work." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh." We'll, I'll see ya. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because like you gonna... are you are like the most supportive uh, uh, like uh, husband guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But but for that movie, you're like yeah, well, you're on your own. I don't have to go to work. <laughs> It'd be a shame for me to leave Zach here. So yeah. like, she didn't see the end of the movie for like a long time. Oh, that's yeah. a bummer. Oh, it was a bummer because I came back and she's like, "So is it great?" I'm like, yeah, "Yes, <laughs> uh, not that great. Uh, but pretty great. He's probably yeah. watching really soon." <laughs> yeah, but I now think... we've both seen it a few times. It's one of those ones that we have to you kind put of on. put the brakes on. Like, let's not mm-hmm. overdo Zodiac. Well, you know, I think that movie got robbed at the uh, at oh, the Academy Awards. Totally, totally. For, for like it's... a year afterwards, I kept saying if something that came out in like February or March didn't get in the Oscars, I was like, God, Zodiac! Damn yep. it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right on. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, good one. Yes, yeah, good one. What good else? One. Anything else? What about you? Yeah. I watched uh, one other thing. I watched a, t- a made-for-TV movie. Another. Of on my made for TV movie kick, I watched this this film called Fallen Angel, um, starring somebody that it, I noticed it carries on the heaven theme too. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, <laughs> starring Dana Hill, who I immediately recognized as I was like, where have I seen this person before? And then I was like, it's uh, European Vacation. She's she's Audrey. Audrey, oh. yeah. And after European Vacation, all she's really done aside from a couple movies is voice work. Huh. And I watched this movie. I had no idea she was going to be in like it. I feel like she had a tragic life. I feel like something happened to her, to the actor. Well, this movie is, speaking of tragic, <laughs> it's so hard to watch. But it's just, te- it's like kind of, it it's from 1981. It's kind oh. of like a drama of the week that borders right. on after school special. Why did you watch this? Because Why I've do been... you watch the movies <laughs> you watch? Because I really like made-for-TV movies and I look around like there's a lot of writing about ABC movies of the week and stuff. Yeah. So you can find sites that have big lists of like, here's the good ones. Yeah. And it was one of them. And then I found it on YouTube and I was like, uh-huh. it's an hour and 15 minutes. I'll put it on. <laughs> and it sounded like it was going to be interesting. And, yeah. but it is about a, uh, Dana Hill plays a really young girl 
um, who not just, a really old man, not a really old man, okay. <laughs> who just graduated junior high and is a and next year like just graduated or no, just is graduating into junior high. So she's going into grade seven. Yeah. And her her dad recently died, and her mom has a new boyfriend. Her home life is all kind of fucked up. And this guy played by um, Richard Masser. Richard Masser. Richard, Richard Masser. Sorry, Maser. Yeah. Mazur? Uh, I don't know. Let's all. Who's another re- recognizable <laughs> face? It's the yeah. United Colors um, of Richard Mazur. Yeah, he plays this guy. Who, I like him. He's he, great. You yeah. won't like him if you watch this movie because he plays a pedophile. Oh, and he uh, teaches a baseball team. And God, I never want to see Richard Mazur play yeah. a pedophile. How does he teach the baseball team? He, he like, <laughs> oh, he runs a baseball <laughs> team. He teaches a baseball. He, he teaches them baseball. Coaches, coaches, <laughs> coaches whatever. <laughs> We're finding a lot of humor in this movie about yeah. pedophilia. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get away from this screen. <laughs> but basically, it's just like a made-for-TV sort of drama about she's she's having trouble at home, and he comes in and kind of is like um, basically going to take her and like groom her. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking hard <laughs> to like watch. A monkey? Groom her for pedophilia. Oh. Not like a monkey. <laughs> 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 Keep trying to make jokes about this movie. <laughs> Because it's it's literally not funny in any scene. <laughs> <laughs> He's like this, like the it's and it is it is it is really good yeah. until it becomes an after school special at the end where they're like, no, we're not saying every coach is a pedophile, but like they're out there and oh, monkeys are, one. yeah. <laughs> but like you won't believe what they've been doing. Like there's a court scene at the end and they basically say like guard your children or whatever. But until then, it is like. A really good drama, but it's just it's really hard to watch. But but Dana Dana Hill in particular is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Like she pulls off some scenes where I'm like, N- I don't think anyone else can do this scene, and you're a child, and like you're mm-hmm. nailing this like the emotions of this insane situation. It's right. really good. It was nominated for a primetime Emmy, hmm. um, but it it was like it was good, but it was hard. Emma and I just kept being like, oh god, like it's just hard to watch. Yeah, yeah. Sounds it's like good. a real Brian It's on, you, it's on mm-hmm. uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Tom brings up uh, uh, an interesting <laughs> point. Uh, with all of this time that you spend watching after-school specials and shit, yeah. fucking watch Breaking Bad. I just want no. Breaking Bad. What? <laughs> <laughs> I will someday. No, I don't believe you. Breaking Bad is not an hour and ten minutes. No, but... No, and this movie and that I read good reviews about is... You don't have to watch it all at once. Yeah, I know. Watch it in episodes. Hour long. There's lots of other They're things out in the world for me to see. I have no excuse. I agree, but... I got other things on my Every list. Every once in a while, it's like it's just the elephant in the room. Every yeah, once in a while, well, the podcast the elephant is going to explode. For, yeah. for, for Matt Brown, who anytime I review something on Letterboxd, like comments, watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> 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 but I got like a watch list of like hundreds of movies I need to get through. Mm-hmm. Breaking yeah, Bad's on the top such of there. As Fallen Angels, starring Dana Hill. <laughs> yeah, I was, it was a great movie. <laughs> yeah, that that is the thing that fucking mystifies me mm-hmm. about you, especially as a, a guy who doesn't have a lot of my own free time anymore. Yeah, uh, just the way you use your free time in the movies that you watch, completely <laughs> free of irony. Yeah, <laughs> it, it fucking it it makes you my hero in some senses, and, also, and it makes me want to study. Yeah, <laughs> I just I can't. I have a weird like compulsion to be like what movie have i not seen that i need to like all of a sudden now i need to see like if you open up what my movie w- can i be the only person who's ever <laughs> seen it like because i know that there's these movies out there that like i'm gonna love but i don't know about them yet yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, I get that. That that so yeah. If you watch like if you open up my my watch list on Letterboxd, it's like you there's all these themes like you'll scroll through it and you'll see like hey that was when Dan watched that one Yuppies in Peril like single white female and then you'll see the stream of I just found all of them and added them to my watch list (laughs) (laughs) and then I'll go through them or whatever and then I then I was reading about uh, ABC movies of the week and there's like 20 of them in a row on my watch list I'm like oh get to these eventually. <laughs> you certainly are a fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah. And Matt Brown asks how many of your hundreds of movies are shitty adult thrillers from the 90s that you got on VHS at BMV? Only a few. Uh-huh. But I do have a great DVD that uh has Copycat um uh what's the one with uh Michael Keaton moves into their house Pacific Heights. Pacific Heights. Pacific Heights. Mm-hmm. Uh The Crush. Uh-huh. And the remake of Diabolique. <laughs> and uh-huh. I was like, this is a 90s thriller pack <laughs> for me. Get Put unlawful entry in there. Yeah. I've got that on a uh, multi-disc thing. Yeah. Unlawful entry. Mm-hmm. I remember that being a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's no, not listen, a great movie. No, no, no. But, but it's a very you know. watchable one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Is that yeah. it then for Film Roulette? I think yeah, that's, I no, think I that's it else. for the Itty Bitty Tidbit Committee. Oh, yeah. is that it for? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So should we get to Film Roulette? Let's do it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the two of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week, the loser was Casey, and he had to go see Fifty Shades of Black yeah. while Greg and I got to go pick whatever we wanted to see. But the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week, and Casey lost last week and gave us Megadeth's Dystopia from this year. We'll talk about that in Roll for Movies next week, uh, and we'll keep doing that every week. Yeah. So let's get Until into film one of roulette. Us dies. <laughs> Who should go first, Greg? Uh, between the two of us, I'll go first because okay. I w- once again won't talk super long because okay. it's a movie that's already been discussed on the show. Yeah, but it's I, I was trying to see something still fairly current and uh, you know wrap up all my uh, necessary to 2015 watching. Uh, so on Casey's recommendation, I watched Sisters. Oh, oh yeah, what'd you think? Uh, Tina Fey and uh, Amy Poehler. I loved it. Yeah, it's fun, yeah, right? Yeah, man, I had a great time. That's a really funny movie with yeah. really good performances. Yeah. It's really funny. It's really funny. I laughed a bunch of times. Uh, Bobby Moynihan was <laughs> great. He's, he's so good as like that guy that everybody went to, to high school with or college with, where it's like, oh, you, he's just going to make the worst joke. Yeah, just exhausting. But he's a little ende- he's, he does it. He's so endearing about it. Uh, yeah. Um and yeah, I really really liked the performances from uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Be- yeah. like 
Baby Mama felt like awkward to me. It just didn't land in any kind of way. And this one was really comfortable. And I think it, it almost worked. feels like they had more control with this one. Yeah, maybe. Because it's well, they're them. much more powerful now. Well, and also it's them working with Paula Pell. So, I right. mean, it's I, I just see it being the three of them going, okay, what do we do in this scene? Right. And, and, that, and that, I mean, it benefiting from being those three yeah. minds. And it was very, I think, a smart choice to kind of flip the obvious role choices if you were just going to hear about what this movie was and there's the crazy sister and the uptight sister you'd probably assume that tina yeah you, yeah and it really Which is how they did it with, with baby, baby mom yeah yeah and it wasn't very good and this was really good and they were both really keyed into their characters really well it was fucking this is the best movie performance tina fey has had yeah i think yeah uh, not that there are many but still um and every little cameo that showed up or you know minor character john leguizamo was great yeah what? yeah right i did yeah. not know that he was in this. Yeah, yeah absolutely and he's fucking terrific um and maya rudolph awesome uh so good and john cena again is <laughs> oh, terrific yeah. in a movie he i, I, I thought he was pretty good like i, I thought listen, he was like okay it, that, it's fun what you do <laughs> that safe word line was fucking fantastic yeah <laughs> and perfectly delivered He's just got a nice presence in these comedies. I don't know. It's pretty good. He felt very comfortable in it. Absolutely. But they just, I, I feel like they didn't give him enough to do. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm trying to, to – maybe I just want him to play against type more. Right. Uh, well, because he kind of did in Trainwreck a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you exactly. And, and maybe I just want to see that from a wrestler kind of thing. Sure. I think we might get there. I don't know. He's popping up in more and more mainstream big comedies. He might get another – after Trainwreck success and his stuff being yeah. kind of like fan favorite, yeah. we might see more of that, which yeah. would be, I think, great. Which is fine. I mean, he's he's got the charisma, so why not uh, why not uh, Dwayne The Rock why Johnson not? him up? Absolutely. Yeah. He's so – Jesus Christ, he's a big man. He's a very <laughs> big person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, uh, well, you know, wrestlers are a different kind of breed now. Like, it yeah. changed, like, since we had the, the Hogan era and stuff like that, they got a little bit better with, you know, talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why the, ro- the Rock was able to transition well. Totally. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, Cena is, I think he's in that caliber. He's not as good, he's never going to be as big as The Rock. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Sisters, I liked pretty much everything about it. And it was long, but it didn't really feel that okay. way. Okay. Yeah, I uh, yeah weirdly long. Yeah, yeah, two hours, which I I am Usually pretty adamant is, about. Yeah. That's no good for a comedy. Ninety yeah. minutes only. Yeah, but it actually really worked. Yeah, it did. It didn't get. Uh, I didn't feel like retreading or I was watching the same yeah. fucking thing over and over again like yeah. a lot of these uh, modern comedies. But yeah, just really good. I laughed a lot. There were things about it that I was like thinking back to this afternoon, being like, <laughs> "Yeah, <remember> that, <laughs> uh, yeah, really good." <laughs> <laughs> I had a real sense of whimsy about That's right, this movie. You know, I don't sleep anymore, so I just like coast on whimsy and then rage, <laughs> <laughs> alternate between <laughs> yeah. whimsy and rage. Yep. The Greg Legro story. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying uh, to do a portmanteau, but I couldn't. <laughs> Ridge Whimsy. Ramsey. Ann Ramsey. Yeah. The Greg LeGros story. <laughs> yeah, I need to see that. I definitely need to see mm. Sisters. Um, what did you see? Okay, well, okay. keeping in... The okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, keeping in the theme of Dan will have to defend his choices. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I could have gone and watched whatever I wanted, and I've still missed out on many, uh, many a movie from uh-huh. from last year, including Spotlight. And yeah, and there, I need, I need. There's a lot I need to see. Yeah, but yeah, I was you in, haven't seen Spotlight. But I was in a mood this week. Yeah, have you seen Anomalisa yet? No. Okay. 
I know, but those are, those are I, arguably I my two Dan, favorite movies. Dan Gorman's words too, when the trailer for Anomalies that came out, he was like, "I know everyone's all Star Wars, but like this is my Star yeah. Wars." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I know, but you saw Star Wars. Life finds a way. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Star Wars was your Star Wars, buddy. <laughs> I am so excited to watch Anomalies, uh, uh-huh. but I've been busy in the uh, that the time. This week was one of those weeks where. You had a day to go to the movies, yep. and there was one time during that day that it was going to work, yep. and that com- it kind of dictated what movie I ended up seeing. Yep. Although I did want to see this, yep. but I was in a mood. We talked. We already mentioned it earlier. Horror movies. I did go and see The Boy, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which, which as a sentence is great. Yeah. I went and saw The Boy. Good, good. Uh, I I'm wanted very curious to see this. this. I saw it on a torrent site. Tried to watch it. Didn't work out. Yeah, I was. I saw the trailer for this, and I thought I really like the idea here. Yeah. Uh, I hope they don't fuck it up. Yeah, and tell then, people about it because I don't think people totally know okay. what the boy is. So this came out this year. It was a new release. Uh, this movie, uh, as IMDb describes it, is about an American nanny uh, who is shocked that her new English family's boy is actually a life-size doll. Uh, so basically, she is running away from something in America, and she goes overseas uh, and gets a babysitting job. Right. And when she shows up, it turns out that the uh, thing that she has to babysit is a creepy China doll right. of a boy, yeah. life-size boy size. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and they've got this list of things that they need her to do. Like, you have to, you have to take it around. You have to sit it at the table at every certain point of the day. You, it's uh-huh. like gremlin shit. It's like, yeah. if you fuck these rules up, you're going to regret it, lady. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that was that's... a tagline for yeah. gremlins. You're going to regret it, lady. <laughs> um... And I was like, I, I'm interested to see this movie. I like horror movies. I, I, there was a time where I, I went, support this choice. This is a good. Yeah. You got to get out there and see. There was stuff. a there was a time where I would go see every horror movie, regardless of how shitty it looked. For sure. And and that's fun to me. Yeah. And Emma was like, I'll go see it, and she's usually not down for stuff that looks this shitty. Yeah. So we're like, oh, if it's bad, we'll rip on it. Right. And then it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> now this is a movie with a great premise. Yeah. Um, that really fucks it up big time. Um, I'm going to spoil some things in this movie because uh-huh. I don't think anyone will care about it. Tom asked if it was an upside down boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, did, did obviously he didn't fall in love with yeah, it. So upside, upside down boy. That upside down boy. Um, so uh, your device isn't fully protected. Oh man, Casey, <laughs> Casey's computer's blown well, I up. I never wear a condom. <laughs> Casey's McAfee is uh-huh. going wild. Um, yeah. so yeah, they can suck my balls. I don't like their virus protection. <laughs> <laughs> so basically. They've taken something that could be a really great kind of setup, and it is for a minute, and they fuck it up in ways that are just ridiculous, because the whole premise of this movie is this doll is going to be super creepy, and she's going to forget the rules, which she does immediately. Like, the creepiest family in the world give her a doll. Like, she just forgets her? No. The doll doesn't trick her? Or she goes... Fuck this shit. She goes. <laughs> she does doll. that, and Does usually you feed the doll after midnight. Or? No. no. What <laughs> yeah, happens she gives is him some chicken. <laughs> so there's a guy who comes once a week to drop off like uh, groceries and stuff, and he's yeah. like, kind of, this is weird too, right? But I just deliver groceries, whatever. And so, um, she decides immediately to ignore everything that the family has told her. And now, if a f- creepy family gives me a doll and says you should do these things, and the doll's fucking creepy as hell, I'd be like, I should probably try it. For a while, I'm yeah. learning a lot about get, you, Dan Gordon. I, I feel like <laughs> if somebody gives I might you, have a job for you. Yeah, well, <laughs> she, she's a shitty babysitter. What if it was a real boy and they were like, "Don't feed him gluten" or something, and she's like, "You don't know anything, gluten." <laughs> like that's basically what she does. 
<laughs> gluten. 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 She's basically like, <laughs> oh, whatever. And she like tosses the doll somewhere and like puts a blanket over and like, don't have to look at you anymore. And I'm like, gee, just like, I don't know. I don't know. Humor them. <laughs> it's their baby Because aren't boy. they paying her like an absorbent? <laughs> yeah, like an absorbent amount of money. They're paying her money. Absorbent amount of money. Yeah, they're paying her. She should do her job. So she's <laughs> like, "Fuck that!" And then weird things start happening. But for the first hour of this movie, the only scares in this in this entire thing, pretty much, are dreams. And if you've seen the trailer, there's a thing where she goes up to like the picture of the family where the real boy is on the picture, and something jumps through the picture, and I was like, "Yeah, that's the movie I want. That's a dream." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she wakes up like, "Oh shit!" And then there's an it it becomes the point where there's like three straight up jump scare dream sequences where it's like, "Whoa, oh never mind, everything's fine for now," and you're like, "No, Fuck everything off. isn't fine." Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not watching fine this terrible this movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, and then eventually it starts to get weird. And there's a scene where she's in the room and the doll is outside and she hears it move for the first time. And you see its little feet walk up to the door and he like knocks on the door and with his little like China hand and it makes a little like clink, clink, clink. And I was like, that's approaching creepiness. Uh-huh. But then he's like talking with a little like Cockney accent. He's like, hello, Jessica. No. <laughs> Yay. He's like, come out to play. I'm evil, oh, yeah, oh, man. Like, I swear I'll be good. And then he puts down a little plate and he's like, I made you your favorite, and she opens what, the door, and it's a food, and it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, <laughs> which she made a full earlier. Size one or like a, one a like little, his little size, a full like size one. Uh, He's like, I know how you like them. That's really weird. <laughs> it's so Super not weird. creepy. That gets into like dolls territory. Yeah, what they you're walk, doing top, right now cool. is very creepy. No, it's yeah, like yeah. funny. It's like I, hello, 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 <laughs> 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 mate. Like uh-huh. it's not scary. <laughs> yeah, and then um, her it turns out the family. Oh yeah, the family is British. The family, yeah, so like just the doll talks that no, way. No. <laughs> she's in Brit- Britain. Okay, and yeah. so the family leaves. Well, the family left, and we in the middle of the movie, we get a, a, a scene where we see that they've written, like, a note that says, she's yours, you can have her, leave us alone. And then they, like, <laughs> they, like, seal it and send it to the house and then pick up a bunch of rocks and walk into the ocean and murder themselves. Just, like, commit suicide in the ocean. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, shit, what's this thing? And so the backstory of the boy is... When he was a kid, he was kind of weird, but um, it turns out that he was so kind of weird, he murdered this little girl. <laughs> but they play it out like, like oh, he's a little bit weird. Uh, but they play it out that way. They're like, I have a very specific yeah. predilection in that I will sometimes murder a girl. Him. But they play it that way. The guy's like, oh, he's... it's a little weird. I yeah. know. I'm, I'm, Bear yes, with me. I'm a little quirky. Bear with me. But they play it out like the guy's telling her about the kid, and he's like, there's pub talk, and then there's. And then there's the truth that is in the middle of like like exaggerations or something. And he's like, he just was a weird kid. But then you find out later he's a murderer. And I was like, that's not just weird kid. Right. But so basically the police come to get this kid that like murdered somebody. And then the house was on fire. And they're like, the ba- the boy died in the fire before the police could get him. Mm-hmm. And then the and then the doll showed up or something. And then wow, that's the explanation. They uh, the boy the boy <laughs> died, and then there was doll. Well, they they do make reference of like it. It's probably like a grief doll that the parents have like that the mom got or something uh, to like uh, deal with their grief of losing a child. Anyway, the thing I'm getting to is uh, uh, at the beginning of the movie, the grocery boy, du- the grocery dude, uh, is talking to her and tells her how long ago this happened, and she's like, "He'd be about your age." And then I was like, there's two things that are happening in this movie. Either he is the boy or the boy's still alive and he's just his age. And that's what it ends up being. It's uh, not the grocery boy? This, it turns out that the girl has this safe haven background where, like, she's running away from, like, an abusive boyfriend to uh-huh. Britain. And then he shows up 
and he's like, what the fuck, man? I'm here. I flew over here, I guess, <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> to be like, what? fuck you, girl. And yeah. then the the he wakes up in the middle of the night, and it says, like, get out in blood on the wall. And right. he's like, you did this to her. And she's like, no, I didn't. And she's like, it was the doll. And then he smashes the doll, and it, like, smashes into a million pieces. Yeah. And then you hear this, like, big unlocking sound in the middle of the house. And I was like, this shit's about to get sweet. Because <laughs> all of a sudden there's this huge noise, and you're like, shit is about to happen. Because up until this point, it's a supernatural movie, you think. Yeah. You think, right. like, this boy doll is up to some no good. <laughs> and, yeah. and some ghostly goodness is about to happen. Like, I'm thinking this fucking monster is going to come out. Or, yeah. like, something crazy. It's like a la- the whole house shakes. And then... The guy goes over to a mirror to like listen, and the mirror explodes like and throws him across the room, and it's so awesome. And I was like, "This movie's about to go fucking light up!" And then, <laughs> and then, I hope you were saying all of this out loud. In the <laughs> I was like, "Shit's like, about to get crazy!" I did turn down and be like, "Oh yeah!" Like I was like, "Oh shit!" And then you threw your popcorn at the screen. Yeah, and, and then like this weird like ceramic face comes out, and I was like, "Shit!" But then. It keeps coming out, and it's just the boy with a ceramic doll face, like like a mask, yeah. and he's just been living in the walls the whole the whole time. And so, who and was, then I, was he walking over? That's what I was about to say. And, like, and then I had a flashback the to the like creepy things, and I was yeah. like, so he's like holding this doll, making a peanut butter and jam sandwich, going like. Like I was like, that's not scary. No. Is that what the voice was like when it was a? Bo- did it sound like a man going? <laughs> sort of. It just sounded like a little, a little kid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they were trying to make like a little creepy. Well, that's kid. stupid. And this, then I was this like, sounds it's like so a bad. supremely disappointing. It's bad. Movie. It's yeah. really bad. If there was any more jump scares that turned out to be, uh, turned out to be dreams, I would have been really pissed. And then they could have gone somewhere interesting with it, and they didn't. And uh, it's real shitty. And I was really upset that the movie was so close to Housebound. Ah, so yeah, because I was I was gonna mention not that to when spoil you said... too much about about what is close between the two movies, but it bears a striking resemblance to the finale yeah. of House Housebound, which ah. is a fucking awesome. Which is a movie. great movie. Don't go see the boy. Go watch Housebound. It's okay. phenomenal. Yeah, uh, this was garbage, and yeah. and we had a shitty um, crowd. And there was this asshole behind us that was talking the whole movie. But Emma and I were making fun of the movie, so I I didn't feel comfortable turning around and saying, shut the fuck up, because we were kind of loud, too. Yeah, right. So I was kind of like, I'm in this gray area where I can't be like, shut up. But <laughs> shut up. I can't hear my sweet burns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so don't go see that piece of shit. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's uh, uh, our movies. Yes. Casey, yeah. Yeah. you watched a movie uh-huh. called... Fifty Shades of Black. Yeah. Yes. Now, um, what is this movie? Refresh my memory. So this is Marlon Wayans' new spoof uh, from the director of A Haunted House and A Haunted House 2, the mm. previous films that he worked on. From um, the director of It Doesn't Matter. Yeah. No. So this movie is obviously a spoof of Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. An inexperienced college student meets a wealthy businessman whose sexual practices put a strain on their relationship. Yeah. I'm so glad it worked out this way. I don't, if you were listening last week, it was very dramatic. Die roll, was, and I think it yeah. only had to happen that way because you saw Fifty Shades of Grey, right? I did. So yeah. you were the perfect person to see this movie. Yes. It was made for you. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, and the fact that I've seen Fifty Shades of Grey, yeah. uh, it, I, absolutely, it does play into this. Okay, uh, good. Because this movie basically just follows Fifty Shades of Grey. It doesn't really it's even like the deviate. same plot. 
Same thing. The whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. And it basically just kind of goes like, here's if this scene was crazy. Here's if this scene was crazy. Looks like it and everything. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. So long story short, not bad. <laughs> yeah. So this is the thing. I pasted a review to Casey uh, from a Toronto uh, reviewer who basically said, compared to the other movies, this isn't as bad. And I actually saw a couple reviews that were saying in terms of how bad spoofs have gotten, the joke-hit-miss ratio on this is not as bad as usual, though. It's, it's still pretty bad. It's still about uh, 20-80. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that 20% is not a strong 20% <laughs> by okay. any means. It's just there's something about it where your expectations are so, so low yeah. that you're kind of like every time that there's something that you kind of chuckle at, you're like... Well, good for you. And uh, Marlon Wayans, who normally I have really disliked him in everything I've seen, except for Requiem for a Dream, in oh, which he's, he's fucking actually amazing. quite yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And in this movie, it shows you kind of like, you kind of go like, he's a really charismatic actor. Uh, he just doesn't know what comedy is. <laughs> um, but for what this is, which is all of the dumbest like the first joke in it is because she's supposed to be really plain and and you know like nothing to look at kind of thing she looks in the mirror and the mirror cracks like okay. that's the joke yeah the joke is that she's so ugly oh yeah um oh it it all it that, that joke is not serviced at all by the fact that she is insanely attractive <laughs> and the best thing about this movie okay huh. she's she's genuinely funny huh. um so she sells everything uh where where he tries his best and sells more than you'd think. Yeah. Um uh there's more little things what uh yeah, like the one of the first things is she's like at her job and she's got like a pencil and like there's a there's a provocative moment in 50 shades of gray where she's like kind of has the pencil in her mouth and you're like, mm, it's like a dick." <laughs> uh, <laughs> Now, if I've seen uh, the Wayans comedy in the past, yeah. like from some of the scary movies and stuff, yeah. I just assume that they're going to make it a CGI dick. Uh, <laughs> my expectation in this is a CGI dick's coming out of someone's nose or something. Yeah. Well, maybe that maybe that's the thing about this movie is that it feels a little more understated than the scary movies or yeah, yeah. haunted houses or whatever. Because good lord, those movies are like the, the scene where he fucks the doll <laughs> in Haunted House Two. Is that the one I yeah, saw? Yeah, you saw two. I saw one. Yeah, it's a long scene. Yeah, a long long scene well because he thinks that that's funny and there's there's a ton of that in this yeah of like marlon wans thinks like when he's actually having sex he must be laughing the whole time because he must like (laughs) this is the funniest thing that's ever happened i am putting this in every movie um but it's again it's like the lovable loser that you're kind of rooting for that's what this movie is and it really succeeds on the strength of, of the main girl and of Marlon Wayans not being objectionable entirely in this movie. This is not the conversation I was expe- expecting. I know. Uh, well, look, it's not good and you shouldn't see it. I'm okay. not going to. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, like, it's not changing lives or anything, but I sat there trying to not like it because I was so mad at you guys <laughs> that I had to go see it because I rolled a fucking eight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then I lost. and But I... I was eventually won over. I mean, definitely by the end of it, I was like, okay, I've had enough. Uh, there doesn't, I don't <laughs> yeah. need to see uh, Marlon Wayne's giant, swollen, pulsating balls. What? I don't need Ew. to see that. But I did have to see it. Um, there's, there's like public domain jokes everywhere. It's, okay. it's so dumb. But 
uh, and Florence Henderson is in it, and she's it's gross. Yeah, and like I don't need to see her fuck or talk about her pussy. Uh, and yet mm. here we are. Russell Peters shows up, and that's not good for that's anyone. That's weird. Oh. but you know what? I, I was like, I, I I don't hate this. Made me like Marlon Wayans a little bit more. And I was like, I thought that was impossible. Yeah. So we'll call it, call it a win. Oh, okay. Okay. And yeah. the other people, like, well, like when I had to go see Grown Ups too. Yeah. The other people in the audience really enjoyed really. themselves. Okay. So right. I was like, yep. So you're this, becoming one of them. I <laughs> guess I must be. Yeah. yeah bet, <laughs> I bet. <laughs> We've broken Next you. one, you'll like fifty percent. Yeah. Next yeah. One. <laughs> and, and, then, and then, like in about a year, I'll be sitting fucking dead center, going, yeah. <laughs> 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 I saw his dick. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh. Eh, not bad. Yeah. All right. There you go. Good. You heard it here first. Casey loved it. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, because Casey lost last week. He was able to give us an album. Yeah. Casey, why don't you talk us through what you uh, gave us last week and why? Uh, well, uh, last week I gave you uh, Megadeth's new 2016 album, Dystopia, yeah. uh, for myriad reasons, mm-hmm. uh, the foremost of which are that the movie I had to see last week, which was a giant loser, The Fifth Wave, is mm-hmm. sort of a dystopian movie, mm-hmm. and because uh, Dave Mustaine is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> so, but he plays guitar like a motherfucker, too. Yes, so, totally. uh so I thought, hey, let's see what uh, let's see what's up. Right. See what's up, Mustaine. Yeah, let's right. see if you can uh, put down your uh, whiny, bitchy little grudge against Metallica for long enough yeah. to do something cool. Now, have had either of you heard 2013's Super Collider? No, because no. okay. uh, now Megadeth kind of turned stadium rocky a bit, yeah. like really trying for that kind of thing. For and the last album had really like banjo on. interludes and stuff. Banjo, on it. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think that's all I'd read. I was on Metacritic, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was like I'm it. not the biggest Megadeth fan by any means. Yeah. And most of my appreciation has come in the last year because uh, I really gave. Uh, well, we all did. Gave. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we listened to uh, Rust in Peace. Rust, Rust in Peace. Peace, and boy, that's a good record. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. really, really good. Yeah, and uh, all of his albums, I feel like, have something. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <That> big... <laughs> sometimes they have good songs. Yeah, some, sometimes, sometimes it's something ones. is the worst songs. Like so, there's that's 1990, and then as we got into Megadeth in the 90s, that's what I was most exposed to and hated. Yeah, because I fucking hate Countdown to Extinction. Yeah, that album sucks balls. Sweating Bullets is just I don't hate Sweating Bullets as much as you guys. How can you not hate Sweating Bullets? It's <laughs> I don't so know. It's silly. It's, it's silly. It is, it's, and it's the, like. If but to me, all of their music is silly. Well, and that's yeah, just another but shade that's not of fun silly. And silly. That's just like, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ, dude, shut yeah. up! And there's this there's this journey that Mustaine's voice has taken over the years from like a cool where, like, singer, yeah, to like, like not yeah. bad, like not a great singer, but like he's kind of going for it a little bit, got a yeah. little, little bit of greedy, but a little bit yeah. Anyway. And then the '90s stuff, where it's like everything was just black, black, black. <laughs> <laughs> everything was just black, black, black. Hello, me. That's actually their best song. Black, black, black. It's the real me. <laughs> yeah, this is our next song. It's called "Everything Is Black, Black, Black." Um, <laughs> and then, uh, in the and then, so here, this is the most. Uh, I haven't heard a recent Megadeth album at all. I haven't heard a yeah, like, like ten years or something like that. Um. So his voice has now come back away from the wackadoo, mm-hmm. and it's like because he's older now, so it's a little gravelier. It's less annoying, and uh, the riffs on this album are pretty fucking great. 
The problem is now, not usually the problem with, with Dave Mustaine opening his mouth is what he sounds like, and now yeah. it's that it's what he's saying. What he's yeah. saying. And it's just a fucking bummer, man. Yeah. This album is a bummer and a half. Yeah. Because if you don't listen to what he's saying, it's like, hey, man, this is a pretty good metal album. Right. <laughs> and then you're like, what's he saying? Oh, oh Jesus I, yeah. Christ, Dave. <laughs> I, I could, like, I was listening to this album, and I just, I guess for me, Megadeth might just be one of those bands where I only have one album because yeah, I'm, I, I'm there. I listened to this album and I was like, "This just makes me want to listen to Rust in Peace," even if I ignore the yeah, politics which I of did. this. I did. I went back. I still was kind of like, "This just sounds like not very good Megadeth." Yeah. And then I went back to Rust in Peace and I th- like this week and I said, "Oh fuck, this is awesome, so good." And then I tried the albums around it. And I went to Countdown to Extinction, and I was like, eh, no not good. really. No, and then no. I went even earlier, and I was kind of like, I get that like people will like this. Yeah. That, like, Peace Megadeth- Sells is like, yeah. like all I, right. I, I, but, get yeah, why yeah. They, I get why they like it, but I'm like, but it's not the it's not one. Right. It's not, yeah, yeah, it's not no. Rust in Peace. And totally. So this this album for me was just a bummer, because it was just like, I could be spending this time listening to the Megadeth album I really like. Totally. <laughs> there, and there's moments, though, where it is really worthwhile. Like uh, the title track, uh, Dystopia, the last minute of that song is so good <laughs> it's so good and it just and it just bummed me yeah. out first off i was like why isn't this riff like why didn't you build the entire song around, around this because it's fucking genius yeah. it, that song ends so strong and it's great and he's a fucking terrific guitar player yeah. he's yeah. got a really strong band behind him here and they're playing heavy heavy shit and he's produced really really well yeah but he's a stupid stupid bigot yeah you know it's like fucking fear-mongering america garbage like yeah. it's just everything that is fucking yeah. bullshit about Listen Trump the, the album yeah, yeah it really is i'm like how did we fucking get here man like yeah. what what the the title is on this album. The Threat is Real, yeah. Dystopia, Fatal Illusion, Death from Within, Post-American World, Conquer or Die, Foreign Policy, which is a fear cover. By Ford. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but that's a, that's another thing, which is like, if you go back and listen to Fear, like I know they're like a really, because I listened to some Fear recently after I watched The Decline of the Western Civilization yeah. and was like, Oh man, these guys are fucking assholes that are just being dicks and offensive. Just like I know that that was their shtick, but it's like, yeah, the fact that he's covering fear here, I feel like he's being like, no, but, but yeah. these guys are onto something, yeah. like <laughs> politically. Yeah, this just like pissed me off. Yeah, right? this album, it's a bummer. Totally, it's a fucking. It bummer, is a bummer, man. and then I just had to cleanse my palate by listening to Rust in Peace. Four I did times the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that album is, and it's so weird because. They're a band where you hear their first few albums and you're like, yeah, okay, I can see where you're going. Yeah. And then they go to that. It's just like, boom, yeah, jumps yeah, yeah. up. I've, yeah, and I, I played some of that for Athena and she's like, yeah, this is great. Then I put on yeah. Sweating Bullets and she's like, this isn't real, <laughs> right? This isn't the song. And I'm like, no, no, this is what, this is yeah. what, this is like a big album for them. The yeah. 90s are really big for them. Yeah. And she's like, I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, All thanks. right. That's, thanks, uh, Casey. sucked. Yeah, well, so, there you go. You yeah. got to give us an album this week again for, for watching Fifty Shades of Black. What yeah. are you saying? Boy, uh-huh. I sure did. Uh-huh. Uh, and now, because I had uh, several reasons uh, for the last one, uh, thematic tie-ins and whatnot, uh, um, this week uh, I picked the artist because uh, uh, he, he got the same name as me. Uh, <laughs> there's a, a rapper who I want to know what he does, and his name is Casey Veggies. 
Casey oh, Veggies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name came up in the movie Dope. Uh, no, I've never, actually, yeah, I've right. never heard. Yeah. Um, it, that's actually where I first heard about him because right. I, I spent the, the next couple minutes going, "That's a funny name." <laughs> uh, but he's part of that whole Aesop Rocky uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, collective, yeah. which I, I know very little about. Sure, me too. But uh, hey, guys, tell me what Casey Veggies you is got about. It. Okay, all right, that's the that's fun. Well, sure. All right. I was thinking that when I was watching the movie. Like, <clears throat> I've heard that name before. And, I gotta find out what he's about. So yeah, good. well, there Perfect. you go. You. Uh, uh, sorry, nice. just just to give you the album, I think he's only got oh, one. Yeah. It's called Live and Grow. Okay. Uh, so uh, so that's what's up. And what? check out Casey Veggies. I might do the same, or I might not. You, yeah, that, you that's don't your give right. a fuck. So that's <laughs> uh, a little bit about mm, me. Okay. Okay. So now we're gonna roll. What uh, we haven't discussed this, but I imagine is Hail Caesar coming out in Canada? Yeah. Yes. Out? Okay. Yeah. Hail Caesar, uh, the new Coen Brothers movie is arriving. Yes. Has to be great. Has Clear, to be clearly the winner. Uh, what we are going to yeah. now? I'm gonna pitch for loser. Okay. Um. Uh, I saw the trailer for Pride and Prejudice and Zombies before The Boy. Yeah, and, uh, yeah I've seen the trailer for it, And too, I, I just know. thought, why did you make this stupid idea for a book into a stupid movie that I yeah. don't want to see? Yeah. Is there anything worse? Because that to uh, me, that just uh-huh. that seems like, like so like stupid. Th- but there's, uh, there's a Nicholas Sparks, guys. Yeah, there's a oh, Nicholas there? Sparks movie. Yeah. yeah. The uh, Choice? Is that the what this choice. is? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, I mean, then we have to do that. It, that and seems like, like... Another tired zombie movie. And a, but you know yeah. what? I did see some earlier reviews that apparently it's fun. Oh, okay. Uh, but I don't want to see uh, it. Uh, right. No, I, I won't see it because... No, no, no. Okay, uh, no, we have to do Nicholas Sparks. But if there's yeah. anyone we have a long relationship with... Yeah. It's Nicholas Sparks. We have a few <laughs> villains in this show. Yeah. Nicholas Sparks. And a few heroes. Yeah. All right, so The Choice versus... Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar. Yeah. All right, we're gonna roll. All right, is Where's there? The dice? Should we? I got the. I got the die. Is should we try and angle this down so you can see the roll? Or sure. Uh, yeah. Why I not? don't know. Is that something we can do? Here we go. <laughs> Where should we roll it? Into here. Okay. Casey is rolling first. I got a five. That's a five. <sighs> All right, I'm rolling. That's a five. Huh. All right. No! Greg has to roll higher than a five for us to re-roll. That's oh, a, five. a five. A clean re-roll. That's a goocher. That's a goocher. <laughs> oh, guys, this is so bad. Yeah. Oh, man. Start over. Casey's rolling again. That's a seven. Fuck right, yes. Right in the camera, too. All right, I'm rolling. That's a two. No! Yes! <laughs> yes. No! You're going to sparse it up. That's a That's five. five. All right. Yes. And I saw the trailer I've for seen this so today. many Sparks movies. I too. watched the trailer for this because I saw a um, or I, I heard the the name of it the the um, the choice, and then I saw a poster for it or something. And I'll be You're I, like, I, was I like, choose not I to be, go to this movie. I will be goddamned if this is not a Nicholas Sparks thing. <laughs> and I pressed play on the trailer, yeah. and it was like uh, from the author who brought you. And I'm like Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and it was man, you I, Nicholas fuck, Sparks. I, know you. I know him inside and out. Yes, you and do. This and you watch the trailer because it's almost like a it's almost like a Saturday Night Live sketch. Uh. Of what, uh, like parodying Nicholas Sparks? It's amazing. Yeah. Uh. It's going to be the most Nicholas Sparksian movie. Yeah. You are and going I've to seen enjoy so the many. Days. Of it. I saw that Clint Eastwood yeah. son one where he was a cowboy. Right. These dramas. Yeah. Uh. Uh. I'm like fucking damn it. Terrific. Okay. Well, next I, week I we think will this be is back. Great. Yeah, we'll be back with the review of the choice. I don't get to see the fucking new Coen Brothers movie.
right. Yes, I'm very excited to see it. And we will talk about veggies. Casey Veggies. Casey Veggies. Talk about about my veggies. (laughs) My favorite vegetables. Um, All right. Well, that's it for Film Roulette. And that is it. Uh, We can wrap up the the episode. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we get to... As per usual, we will be doing uh, 90210 Cage Match. We've been working on this thing. Trying to get this set up. This is see us. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> finally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, they demanded it. Yes. Um, all right. Well, please rate and review us on iTunes. Um, please go to info at modernsuperior.com if you want to tell us what you think about the show. Yep. Uh, tell all your friends about us in real life. Yeah. And uh, please and now, keep on doing that. Click like, like us on uh, YouTube. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, subscribe to our channel. We're going to uh-huh. be doing the the live stream thing now. Uh, uh-huh. There's going to be other stuff coming up uh, here and there uh-huh. on Modern Superior YouTube channel. Check it out. Enjoy yeah. it. And yeah, we will. Thing. Should yeah. we end the episode and then do Q and A? For the uh, editing purposes, or should we keep Q and A? So the regular listeners don't get to no answers for them. <laughs> no okay, well before I don't know. before we end, yeah, uh, yeah, we did post on our live event wall for people to me- message us, in, and we do have a YouTube chat up right now. So if you have anything you want to say, get it in now yeah. Yeah. while we read these ones. Uh, Jeremy Schultz of Drink Along wants mm-hmm. to know if Greg can use these diapers. No, I haven't been wearing diapers for years. There's okay, a picture Thanks, of diapers. Uh, what size are they? Are they newborns? Are they ends? Are they ones, twos, threes, fours? Let's see. They are ends. They are ends. Yeah, totally. And okay. they got little guitars on them. What? <laughs> and they got little <laughs> guitars on them. <laughs> yeah, I can use those. Okay. Yeah, you heard it here first. Look at I'm going to try and get back to these. Mm. Uh, he also had a question about Deadpool that I'm what going to that? load on my internet machine. Yeah. Okay, he says. <laughs> If Deadpool is the success that it looks like it will be, do you think this will delay any sort of inclusion of the X-Men into the MCU? Well, I don't think there's going to be any X-Men getting into the MCU anytime soon. There's okay. no way that Fox is letting go of Wolverine or any other characters you give a fuck about. Yeah. We're all, we're They're making see, another Wolverine movie. Yeah, uh, there's still that to come. And then you've got, like, they've gone all young with, like, Cyclops and Storm and all the other you know, high-profile X-Men, Nightcrawler, shit like that. They've already stuck Colossus in with Deadpool yeah. now. You're not getting any X-Men near any kind of Marvel property for a good 15, 20 years, I would guarantee you. That. Okay. Because it's too huge of a moneymaker. Yeah. They will fail at X-Men and Wolverine over and over and over again until no one wants to fucking see it before yeah. they give it back. That's not true. a chance. Yeah. Like, the company would have to fucking fold. <laughs> Seriously. Like, Sony's got other... Sony decided to go in a different direction as a company. It was part of the reason they were able to share Spider-Man. Yeah. They were like, we have been fucking up across the board. We need to, to completely change directions yeah. and quality and what kind of movies we're making. Fox is like, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's not changing at all. Fox sounds a lot like Dan when he uh, watches the movie. Yeah. This about to light up. This about to get hot. Yeah. No, there's a, they will reboot Wolverine at least twice before they give that shit up, and Wolverine is obviously the center of the X-Men, which is the problem with the movies. They don't understand. Wolverine is not supposed to be the yeah. middle of every story. It's why he's not the leader of the X-Men. He's the, that perfect side thing that you throw in there, you know? 
You gotta have it. Uh, he's they, uh, he's they your perfect. He's more of a side piece. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, listen, I was a massive X Men fan growing up. Wolverine was always my favorite character, oh. and uh, they, but they, the comics themselves got too centered on the popularity of him. They yeah. overexposed him. They forgot what the character was about. It's the most inconsistent character across the board in comics for how short of the yeah. time he's been around. The the the, the road they've t- the things they've changed with him and what they fucking turned on their head makes no sense. There's no consistency to this character. At all. It's a fucking bullshit. Makes me so mad. <laughs> I used to love him so much. They don't get it. They fucked it up. Okay. For, for the watchers, your answer. what? Uh, uh, <laughs> for the watchers, I'm not gently rubbing Dan's back. I'm uh, petting a cat. Yeah, I pulled Frank over. Spoiler. For, yeah. Uh, for its debut. <laughs> I got a tail. (laughs) Um, Okay, Alan McPherson says, where are my pants? On your legs, buddy. Yeah, look yeah, down. Yeah, just look down, pal. Uh, Tom, uh, good friend Tom, says, if Greg met Kurt Muscle, Kurt Russell. Kurt, Kurt Muscle. Kurt Muscle. <laughs> That's my new wrestling name. <laughs> if, if Greg. <laughs> Kurt, what's your song? <laughs> oh, give me some time with that. Okay. If Greg met Kurt Russell, what would he say to him? Pulling muscles from a shell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, great song. Pretty good. What would I say to Kurt Russell? Yeah. Uh, geez, I don't know. What do, what do you say to the man with the finest hair or the best acting career in the world? I just tell him the checks yeah. in the mail. Yeah, yeah probably something like that. Checks I'd probably be mail. an asshole and quote something from <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China, and he'd probably be like, "Yeah, great." That's, uh, my, my dad saw a movie at TIFF that had Bill Murray in it, and then when he was leaving, he happened to be walking by the door that Bill Murray was coming out of, and then like running into a limo, and my dad was walking, just happened to be right there at that moment where Bill Murray came out, and he patted Bill Murray on the back, and he said, Hey, Bill, back off. I'm a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> and Bill Bill Murray was like, <laughs> and like just yeah. went along yeah, into his shit. That, <laughs> that was the time Bill Murray slapped yeah. my dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, sure. that's, what you that, that's not bad. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Off, It, it could have been a hell of a lot that's worse. A nice, that's a kind yeah. of a deep pull for yeah. some Ghostbusters he, quotes. He could have yeah. said, like, uh, sign my copy of Larger Than Life. Or yeah. Something like that. <laughs> now, I, I think if I ever, if I can hold my shit together, if I were to ever meet Kurt Russell, I'd of course have to say, What's the score, babe? Yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I forgot what you used yeah, to say. Yeah, that. yeah. Or, hey, 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 pizza! <laughs> <laughs> and hope he's holding pizza. Because uh, <laughs> that would be a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. um, What's the score, babe? That's what I'll have to ask Kurt Russell. Yeah. yeah maybe I'll uh, get an answer. Maybe it'll be like, finally, someone asked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I think this wins for my favorite question uh, asked by David Follows, also of Drink Along. Uh, he asked us, uh, who wins if you play fuck, Mary kill with and including only yourselves? So I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> so because who, of course uh, I fuck myself. So would I fuck myself, marry myself or kill myself? Yeah. That's the question. Because like, I feel if, like if I fucked a... or married either of you, I would have to kill myself. <laughs> oh, is he saying you like, if it's my turn to play fuck, Mary right. kill, it's I'm using the three of us. Yeah. Okay. Out of the three uh, of I thought us. he was saying, oh, like, I was like, that doesn't work. Only yourselves. Yeah. You were like, um, excuse me, logically. <laughs> <laughs> right triangle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have to do that. Yeah. Uh, and that's it for questions. Uh, well, I don't know. Alex, Alex said that your upload uh, speed is killing it. Uh, oh, I don't want to brag, but I got motherfucking mad upload speed. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, and also, he said the edge discuss. Yeah, because I because he we did. Yeah, yeah. He said that before. What do you we want? Discussed Maybe it. he wants us to, to, uh, to talk about the edge from you too. Oh, I, yeah. oh fuck! I was discuss. gonna discuss. I was gonna yeah. make that joke where I was gonna say I kept waiting for a guitarist to show up. <laughs> <laughs> it's really too yeah. bad. Maybe he played bad. the bear. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bandana on, yeah. Starring Fedge. Yeah. yeah, that bear did use a lot of effects to seem like <laughs> yeah. an actual guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, then that's it for Q&A period because nobody else uh, said anything. Yeah. Uh, so we will be back next week. Uh, tell us what you thought of this live stream. Did it all work out for you well? Uh, did you enjoy it? Would you want something else out of it, more interaction or what? Uh, yeah. what's going on? We'll have like a uh, Jimmy Biggles says, is that a Lego TIE fighter behind us? Uh, it it's not a Lego uh, TIE fighter, no. no. It is a TIE fighter, but it is a, uh, a Bluetooth uh, speaker. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, nice. it's fucking dope as hell. Yeah, I got good. it for Christmas, and Dang. I love it. Yeah. Sweet. All right, well, on that note, uh, we will see you next Wednesday, and goodbye, yep. Internet. Uh, the extra F to Stephen Dorff stands for fuck. Gene. Oh. 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 <laughs> There's a ghost at the end of Stephen Dorff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.